Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Show. I am your host. She's amazing, especially working with young women. You'll want to reach out to her. Side of help. Find them at sunshinefamilyhemp.com. We use their products. We love their products. They're an amazing, amazing group of people. Also, Abundance with Ellie, featuring Young Living Oils. There's an oil for that. You can find her at abundancebyellie at gmail.com. We love our essential oils. Also, we want to encourage you to check out Doug Crockett's station on his YouTube channel called Miracles When Heaven Touches Earth. He's got some beautiful, beautiful stories on there, and you're going to want to listen to each of them. And I believe our guest today, Valerie, her husband, did a show on there with Doug. You'll want to go on and listen to that. He's got almost 60-plus shows. You'll want to hear every one of them. They're just short clips, and they're really fantastic. Today we have got with us, we are very excited, her name is Valerie Hacera, and Valerie is, we've been able to get to know her this last little bit, and it's just been an absolute joy to listen to what she's been doing, how she's taken severe tragedy in her life and changed it around. She's going to be telling you about her new project called Joyful Energy, which is, I love that name, I think that's absolutely fantastic. So without any further ado, I could go on and tell you all her story, but I want her to tell her story because it's really heart-wrenching. You're going to want to get some tissues close because it's it's a beautiful story. I've already been in tears, and she's been in tears already this morning as well. (laughs) So we're going to let her share that, and then we will come back after the break and talk a little bit more about what she's doing right now. But she will also share with us how to get hold of her when we're ready to go to break. So everybody get your paper and pencil ready. You're going to want to hear and be able to reach out and contact her. So, Valerie, good morning. Good morning. Great We're to so be happy to have you. you here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You've got quite the story. You're leaving an amazing legacy for a lot of people and helping a lot of people out through really tragic times that they've gone through. And it seems like everybody we know right now is dealing with something, some loss of somebody, something's going on that's just, beyond what anybody can think of. <laughs> I know John and I both experienced losing dear loved ones just in the last year, and, and you have had this experience, and now you've taken it and moved it forward, and I just love what you're doing. So I'm going to turn the time over to you, and you can kind of tell us a little bit about your story or a lot about your story. Um, thank you. I appreciate that, and I so appreciate the opportunity to be here and share my story, organize my story I'm going to start back when I was a teenager, when um, I've always had a gift, my sisters and I speaking spirit to spirit, but as a teenager, I had an experience where a spirit came to me, and this is speaking spiritual eyes and hearing with your spiritual ears and, and feeling But a spirit came to me, and I recognized and felt this spirit was going to be one of my children someday, that this was a son. And he had a message to share with me. So, and in my, back then in my experience with this, his message was one of, of not warning, but just 
helping me be prepared and that he was going to have a handicap of some sort. And I wasn't, I was not sure at this time if this was a mental handicap or a physical handicap, but all I could respond back is, but you're going to live, right? So this, this happened three times in succession where the spirit came and was giving me this message and, and the message I'm saying back is, yeah, but you're going to live. And the spirit left and came back again, left. And I'm not sure why three times, but maybe he was trying to give me a different message, but it was a message to prepare. So I tucked that away. I shared it with very few people and um, just pondered on it and, and started preparing in a way a young woman would think to prepare for that. I remember actually reading a book that was um, was this book on how to conquer your worst fears, you know, fear of flying, fear of small spaces. And for me, this was um, fear of losing a child. And even at that time, I didn't think I was going to lose a child, but that's the fear that I worked through the worst case scenario. So life, life goes on. I get married. I did share with my husband, Mark, before we got married, I shared this experience and we discussed it. I shared it with my parents, I think around that same time and found out later that it was also shared with a sister, but I started a family and I have, I had five children, but by the time I was having my fourth child, my sister had come out to visit. And this is when I found out she knew and she asked me like, okay, you had this experience. Do you think maybe you were mistaken? Do you think it was wrong? And at this point, I kind of, I knew in my, I knew in my heart. And I said, what if that child's already been born? And I, I, I kind of always knew that my son, Jeff, that this was faded for him. And yet as time went on, I had another son, Travis, I had a miscarriage and somehow I just knew that miscarriage was not connected to this child. But I went on and it was the day after Father's Day, Monday, Jeff went to scout camp and he had had he was a push all in type of person and he had gone to scout camp and came home that day. We'd made him promise not to get hurt, but came home. Husband had to go pick him up, took him to the ER. I did not know that you could see cancer on an x-ray. I thought that you had to have a biopsy, something, something that would confirm it, but the cancer had broken clean through his arm. He had osteosarcoma, a bone cancer in his left arm. And that just put us into a whirlwind because he was, he was, he was 15 at the time. So still considered a child, but at now, that moment go on here real quick, before yeah. you go on here, what keeps coming through my mind and I, and John, John, I know has a couple comments here too, because as parents, knowing that that vision, dream, whatever you had, 
you kind of did you find yourself waiting for something to happen like I mean I can't even imagine knowing that you had been given that knowledge and you have all these children and it's like the waiting and wondering what's going to happen how it's going to happen what's going to be what's going to come about Do, do you have a comment on that okay Anyway, just I, I wanted to go on that a minute. It away. I've I've had other people since that I've shared it with that have had the same, not experience but premonitions, and I kind of tucked it away, and and pondered it in my heart. You don't and and probably doubted and but lived my life preparing. So it's not, it's not something that you can prepare for. You just, I knew I had the knowledge and I will tell you this, when I found out Jeff had cancer, I knew, I knew this was it. And it was like game on. I went into full combat mode, going to do everything that I could. And that with Jeff, when I found out he had cancer, I made two decisions. The first decision was that I was going to follow the promptings of the Holy Ghost of the Spirit with exactness. My second decision was that I was going to exercise the faith to work a miracle. And I think that's what I had been preparing for with this child. Like, I think I had been preparing for that, that I was going to have to work a miracle. And maybe that's what I assumed when it's, you know, you're going to have a special needs child. Okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to work a miracle. So Um, that first, um, yeah. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Uh, Did you ever consider uh, uh, aborting the child when you found out there may be problems? (laughs) No, no. This and well, there was you gotta remember, I had met porn, this right? child. Right. You know, I uh, I had yeah, I had met I had met him. I had had an experience with him. I've I have had experiences with other family members and other others from the other side. It's a different view that this is. This life, the pre-life, the life that we have here and the life after, this is all a part of one life and one experience and one human family and connectedness that we know because I know this spirit and I'm going to do my best by this person and then what will be will be in that respect that, you know, we'll move through life. So, yeah. That answer your question, John. Yes, it did. Thank you. Very, very good. It's it's so true. I know I've had other people on that have had children that they knew would have disabilities at the, at birth. And it's like, you don't, you don't abort them. You love them. These are special children. These are, you know, they're all special, but these are God's children and they're here to teach us and help us. So, Okay, let's go. Let's go back. You found out he had, he had cancer. You're bound and determined to do everything in your power. 
calling upon miracles, and we can change things. We know God can change things if that's the plan. If it's not the plan, we just do our best that we can, right? Right. And you know, my decision to follow the spirit with exactness, like, it is not easy. It is not easy to put away your fears and to put away your doubts. And if the spirit says it, you just do it no matter what it is. And that no matter the outcome, you don't care who you're offending or what doctor you're telling that they're going to do what you are. So I've only one time in my life been able to follow this spirit with an exactness. And that is because my son's life was on the line. And I just went into operational mode. But let me tell you, that any blessing, any burden, anything God could do for me to lighten the load was done because I was, because I was following that spirit with exactness, God opened the windows of heaven and just poured out blessings in, in the worst of times I had incredible, incredible blessings because I was following God's plan for me at that time. So you made that choice and it was a full on commitment for you. Mm -hmm. one, One of the things that I gained from that was not having to look back with regrets or what ifs that's something that with cancer is so confusing and and i can say all of us that have experienced cancer on some level we know it's should i have tried this should have i done more should have i done alternatives should have i could have i and we did do some alternative methods and we did some alternative medicine. This was at the same time, this is 2010. And I remember it because I was experiencing it, but there was a woman that was taking her son and it was like a manhunt. She was running to Mexico to get treatment and they were going to drag her son back in and give him treatment. And that, she didn't have the right to say no. And that's my son was well over six foot, looked like a man at 15. And I told him, you're going to have to be the voice. You're going to have to tell them what you want so that they treat you as an adult. But there, we did go to Brzezinski's clinic and congratulations, Dr. Brzezinski for years and years and finally getting his, his, um, medicines FDA approved. But back then, I, I actually had a doctor tell me that you have killed your son. Really? And I am able to say <laughs> that I did regrets or no what ifs. I did and we followed and God's plan prevailed. So, you know, prior to Jeff having cancer, like I am the type of person that always lived my life with the glass half full, you know, count your many blessings. Somebody has it worse off than me. 
I mean, I never, ever thought that I was at the bottom. Somebody else out there has it worse off than me, but I'm not going to share the gruesome details of Jeff's cancer, but it was gruesome. And I can literally say that I held my son's hand at the gates of hell. Wow. I can't and you know, even imagine having to go through that. God, in his infinite wisdom, lets us go to the bottom. We find the bottom in our own lives. God lets us so that we can sit in full empathy with someone else and say, I too have been in that dark place. Yeah. But I testify that Jesus Christ can bring you into the light. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're never alone, are we? Ever. <laughs> Even though it feels lonely sometimes, we're never alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. And there is a beautiful plan, a beautiful plan out there for us. My second decision was that I was going to exercise faith to the end. I was going to move mountains. I was going to work a miracle. And that one, you know, what does it take to work a miracle? What if it's not God's will that you work a miracle or that the miracle that you want? So right. here I am. I, I literally had extended family that said, I'm not going to pray for Jeff to live because Jeff is meant to pass away. And I'm not going to pray against God's will. God's will be done. And that they were not going to seek the miracles. What? <laughs> this is where, I mean, literally, I went into this mode of fasting and prayer and seeking. We did service. We actually brought into our home at this time a a child that was um, a foster child in the middle. When, when you need more, <laughs> when, when you need faith and hope, God brings charity right to your door. And I did not feel <laughs> like we could say no. That is but so true. Literally, like I was knocking on every bit of heaven's gate that I could reach. Yeah. To work How old this was your miracle. foster child? The same age as Jeff. <laughs> so it was a, it's a very interesting experience. And he came from a troubled home. And it was, it was very interesting to see him. And, and we told him, you know, this is, the life is in an upheaval. And there was one time he watched an event happen with Jeff. Jeff actually ended up having his arm amputated. So you have the phantom pains and the nerve healing and something had happened and it triggered him. And like we had five adults massaging other points on Jeff, trying to bring down this pain level before we had to call an ambulance. But 
this foster child said, I have never, ever seen a crisis handled in the way that you handled it. Yeah. So it just so many dynamics and so much learning. And it's taken me the 12 years to unpack everything that happened in that 14 months. Someone once said to me, like, I, as a mother, you would take this from your child. You'd take this experience. But it was like, this is his experience. I'm, I'm doing my part, but there is no way that I could do this experience. This is all his. I think it's amazing that you brought in a, a foster child. And in some ways, that probably helps you take some of your, your attention off of Jeff and put it on this foster child for your own good. So that you had a break from that constant worrying and taking care of Jeff as he's passing away and you're trying to do everything to, to stop this. But yet you've got this other boy, the same age, in your home that's in a very difficult home, obviously, came from a very difficult home, into your home where there is so much really just begging and pleading and, and love and and generosity and all those things going on that he was able to see being brought into that home. I'm sure it changed his life forever too. It did. It, uh, you can't be touched by that and not have your life changed. It was amazing. The people that were drawn to Jeff, I really was glued at the hip with him. And that doesn't happen with a 15 year old boy under normal circumstances. <laughs> I look at that as such an absolute gift, an absolute gift, the intense time that I got to spend with him. My, my adult children, I haven't, I don't spend intense time with them that, but Jeff, people were called to him and it was amazing to watch the people that came in and interacted and that he touched their lives, that he was able to bring the savior and light and love into so many people's lives, so many people that prayed for him. It was amazing. There's well, actually, a, yeah. Right now with you sharing that because it's so true. You know, he, he had his mission. That was his mission in this life. You know, he probably knew ahead of time, you got a short time and this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be affecting a lot of people and touching a lot of people's lives without really understanding. I've always said that I'm glad I look at his trials, you know, to achieve and live with your, with Jesus Christ, to, to live with the Lord and Savior again his trials were crammed down into 14 months. And I watched those 14 months. I'm glad I have lots of years to get there. I would not want right. my trials crammed down that tight. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a perfect place to, to take our break right now. We're going to, when we come back, everybody make sure you have your pen and paper with you. Valerie's going to tell you how you can get hold of her and what, and we're going to talk a little bit more about what she's done from that point after her son passed away and the different things that happened, I mean, how incredible our lives are incredible. There's miracles everywhere. And, and you've talked about different miracles and things that have happened 
with your son and with you and your family. So we will be back in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. You want to hear the rest of the story. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hello, friend. My name is Ellie Meadows, and this message is for you. If you are looking for more abundance in your life, in your health, your finances, your love life, your joy, then I invite you to connect with me alongside Jack Canfield, America's number one success coach, where we will work together to co-create the abundant life that you deserve. I'm accepting new partnerships through the end of this month. Please visit my website, AbundanceWithElly.com, to learn more. Wishing you a blessed and abundant day. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Isn't it interesting how we can be physically disconnected from others and yet be personally affected by the change and confusion of the world around us? We want moments of clarity and peace, and we need to feel connected to others in positive ways. A mindfulness practice can help decrease stress, increase feelings of well-being, and help us be more connected to those around us. To find out how mindfulness can do all this, go to mindfullab.net. You'll find tools and resources to start your mindfulness journey today at mindfullab.net. If you're looking for the highest quality CBD products on the market, visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com. Sunshine Family Hemp is a family-owned business located in the mountains of northern Utah. Our full-spectrum oral and topical products contain no artificial ingredients and are third-party tested by a DEA-certified lab. Online ordering is easy, and we ship nationwide. Sunshine Family Hemp has been in business since 2019 and is legally certified at both the state and federal level. Visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com today. You're listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, friends. We are so happy to have you with us today. We have got a special co-host with me today. Doug has got some other obligations, and I've got my husband, John, with me, John Hendricks. Hi, John. Hello, everybody. (laughs) We're so excited to have him here with me. He's here with me every week anyway, but always on the other side of the camera. So we're very happy to have him here, and we want to welcome him and thank him for being here with us. And we are coming back to Valerie. Her story has, Valerie, this is Valerie Hesera that's with us, and her story has been just amazing. We've been talking about the fact that she was given, what you call it, vision or dream before when you were a, a young girl, a teenager, right? That you would have a child that would not live. That's crazy. (laughs) A visitation. A visitation. That's a great way to put it. And you are the mother of five. Is that correct? Yeah. 
five children, and I just couldn't even imagine as each one is born, <laughs> you know, is this the one? But you kind of knew that it was going to be your son, Jeff. And, you know, perhaps in that visitation, you were able to see him, and you knew that this was going to happen. And when he came and was born healthy, right? And you right, had him for right. 50 years as a healthy young man until he got injured at scout camp and broke his arm or injured his arm. And that's when you found out he had cancer and going through all of that. So you said he had how many months with it? 14 months. 14 months. 14 months of watching your child go through cancer, doing everything you can, pleading for, pleading for a miracle, pleading for, for help and pleading to help you and your family get through this because it's a whole family thing. It's not just the mom. It's the dad and the brothers and sisters and grandmas and grandpas and everybody else involved. And as you had mentioned, there was so many people that got involved and were brought into his life and your life, including a foster son that was the same age brought into your life at that time. I can't even imagine saying, yes, I'll take this other child. But wow, what a remarkable experience. And, and I think that's something we have learned and we talk about a lot is that all these experiences are for our own good and we learn so much from them. So as we get ready to go on, I'd like you to give your contact information, Valerie, if you would first, and then we'll give it again at the end. But we want to have people know a little bit about what you're doing and how they can contact you because I know for a fact there are multitudes of people that have gone through losing a child or losing a spouse or losing someone very close to them and have gone through extreme trials. And sometimes it's just good to be able to talk to other people and hear other people and what their experience is. So can you give your contact information for us, please? Yes, thank you. I am working on a project. This has put me on a road of health and healing and my website is joyful.energy and I actually was on there this morning making sure there's just a contact form on there but it is going to be some incredible information that I've learned and that I've experienced and that has worked for health and healing in my life and, and those that I work with. So you can, you can find me at joyful.energy, but you can also email me at thehasera at gmail.com. If you'd like and to just a- email a- me direct. A- a- R- a, right? Yes. B-H-A-S-A-R-A at gmail.com. She is so gracious to share this with us and let us reach out. So while we're on that note, tell us a little bit about what this joyful energy, I think that is such a great, wonderful name of of your website and what you're doing. Hmm. But share with us what, because I love, you know me, we've talked about this, about the joyful, beautiful things that happen when you go back to what God's created. And that's all the natural healing that happens and the natural things that we've been given and you've taken this to a whole nother level. So I'd love you to share with us what you're doing now. What I'm doing now started after Jeff passed away and I, I have always had 
It's more about control than it is about nature and natural. And I don't even think I knew what anything, any holistic healing was, but I wanted control. And with Jeff, I knew we needed something different. So we had taken him off protocol, but I still went to a clinic with a doctor and, and didn't go that far, but they opened my eyes to so much and the people that I talked to and met and what they were doing and the amazing stories of healing and how they were healing cancer. So that put me on a journey to take control of my own health and take control of healing. And I am, I am just a firm believer in all disease, there's no incurable disease, just incurable people, that anything can be cured. Our bodies are amazing and, and we can be cured. And miracles on, on both sides, the body is a miracle in and of itself. So my joyful energy project, I, in this journey of meeting people, I've gathered together just this amazing and I had one doctor that I sat down with a doctor of chiropractic that said, listen, the time for formal education is over. It's time for you to learn these things for yourself. You're going to have to know how to heal yourself and your family. And you're going to be able to have to do these things. I, and she I've taken her system as a base that is a calendar, but it is amazing how many of these modalities, how many of these healing programs that we have just overlay so beautifully with, with Chinese medicine, with touch for health, with all these things overlay onto this calendar that um, the month of April is heart. And when you see this, it is amazing how easy it is to find what you need, where you're hurting and, and be able to heal yourself. So I'm, I have been, it's a project I've been working on and putting together this calendar. And like I said, this um, beautiful chiropractor that had started me on this foundation. So I'm excited to get it together and bring it to everyone. So please go and sign up so that when I'm able to launch this and the calendar is ready and we'll do classes and education that that's what that's what I'm looking forward to. So it's exciting. And it is important to note, too, that both you and Mark, you made the choice to go for joy. When you're in that intersection of a tragedy, there's several directions you could go, and you made that conscious choice for joy. And that that's, uh, hats off to both of you for that. It's easy to stay stuck. And you guys have taken a, a really difficult thing and turned it into a beautiful, beautiful program that you're putting together. How involved are your other children in your program? It's been a journey for all of us. I have, I really have my life 
pre-Jeff and my life post-Jeff that that the way that I fed my kids and raised my kids was very Americana and McDonald's and hamburgers and French fries. And I remember the first time I gave Jeff a glass of carrot juice and how he, he reacted to that. But we've, we've just gradually made a change. And as I learn things and try things and discover things, We've made a change that's brought us into a whole new way of living. And not all of them, we, you know, and we change things up. But John, you mentioning joy, I, I don't feel I would do credit without saying that the Joyful Energy Project is about joy. And it's a, it's a discussion for another show how I came to understand that joy is God's power and how we have to lean into joy. We have to lean in and, and sit in joy. And that is something, if, if anyone is a follower of Brene Brown, our shame researcher, she says that joy is the number one emotion that we push away from that we forebode and the realization of how I was foreboding God and pushing away from God and not embracing joy so that is what my number one if if I was a prophetess I would preach joy definitely do you think that when when you've gone through a tragedy or or trials, sometimes if you feel like you're joyful, because this has just happened to me in this last year, if there's days that you have joy or you feel joyful, it, it, it's almost like a guilt. A guilt comes over you, going, "Why am I? Why am I feeling good? I shouldn't be feeling good. I just lost my husband or I just lost my child." You know, and and I've had people say, "Wow, how come you're so happy right now?" You know, you just lost your husband, and like, not that I'm happy that I lost my husband, but I'm happy that I know where he's at, and it's happy that, and I'm happy for him being out of whatever he was in, and I'm happy that I have the knowledge that I do. And yeah, there's been times that have been really hard, but there's been times that have been very joyful. You've got to find that joy because that is from God. Do you find that that's the case with people you talk to? And that's that's what I teach people is how to sit in joy in every circumstance. We look at this funnel with shame at the bottom and you've got anger and all these levels and somewhere at the top you get to happy, you get to joy and you get to exaltation, exalted state. My, I'd like to challenge that and say that that is not a correct view, that joy, you have to sit in joy throughout your life. You have to sit with the power of God throughout your life. When you're reading the scriptures, anytime you see the word joy, replace God's power and you'll see that it works. I mean, we're here to, to emulate and return to a heavenly father, to Jesus Christ. And if, if 
if we are to do that and be like God someday and live with God someday, that is, that's what joy is. That's so we need to be able to find joy and feel that joy. And I would challenge that if you're feeling guilty about that, that that is, that is um, you foreboding and pushing off God who's trying to bring in that light and love. And, and yeah. we have to reach out for him because his hand is always out for us. He's just waiting for us to reach out for him. You know, I want to share. Let I want to share my miracle story because this is a miracle show. That yeah. If I may. Absolutely, please do. Just before Jeff died, Jeff. You know, we've done everything at this point for a miracle. And just before he passed away, he asked me to pray with him. And he asked me to be the voice. And he asked me to give back every promise, every blessing, every miracle ever bestowed upon him in this life. And he told me, Mom, I have to be 100% in God's hands. Mm. And this is, wow. this is where the free agency, where you, you think, why not just let God's will? If it, and, but you have to own, you have to own, said, you know, I'm, I, I need to be 100% in God's hands. And so for God to work, the, you know, this faith in this miracle, for God to work this miracle, it's 100% to God. And it was a very, very hard place to be. He also did this with his dad. His dad gave him a blessing and released him and released all promises, all, all miracles that had been prayed over him were released. So Jeff and I were talking later and he said, you know, mom, God owes me a miracle. We've, we've paid the price for a miracle. God owes me a miracle. And he said, when I get to heaven, I'm going to cash that miracle in on my cousin. Now he's got, he had a cousin that was, I think he was probably about five at the time, but had degenerative eye disease. And they knew oh. that he was going to go blind at a very young age. So after Jeff passed away, my husband and I, we, we had a bit of time that we felt impressed to write some letters to the family. And we wrote to this brother and my sister-in-law and we told them that Jeff is planning on cashing in his miracle for this little cousin. And when they went, I think he was probably going to the eye doctor twice a year. So several months down the road, when he went to the eye doctor, they were told that he didn't actually have degenerative eye disease. They must have made a mistake and that he just had really, really bad eyesight. 
Now, my brother said, uh, how often do you make this mistake? Well, never. It's never happened to this doctor, but apparently a mistake was made. Wow. They have a hard time entering a miracle into a medical journal. <laughs> they do. And you know, the strange thing about miracles is they're often only recognizable to the person that exercised their faith to work that miracle. Wow. Other people that do not, that just say what will be what will be and give mm -hmm. God God's will, don't work the miracles. You have to, it is an action and you have to work your faith. We received, I received personally so many miracles. And it isn't something that other people can see. It's something I tuck away in my heart. So many, anything that could be for my comfort was done for my comfort. And that's, that goes back to the joy that there's joy in every step there through, through the hard times, you can hold on to joy. You can hold on to God's power and work miracles in your life. Yeah. I think that's one of the, the things that we talk about on here a lot, Valerie, is recognizing those miracles, recognizing them. They are a miracle. They, you know, we talked about this this morning with my kidney. It was a miracle that they found that, you know, it was, there's just, there's so many miracles in our lives and we have to learn to recognize them. And I think that's what you're teaching with the joy and, and God's power. And we're so blessed to know this. And that's why we're doing this show is to teach people that there are miracles, simple miracles, like backing out, not running over anything, you know, when there's something possibly to be right there that you could do that or, or the internet not working, but we have phones so we can do this on the phone, you know, just those are miracles. Those are always miracles, you know, and the fact that, that John's here with me and I saw Mark earlier there with you and we have these amazing husbands with us. That is miracles. There are so many things we just, I guess, take for granted or leave, leave to blow in the wind when we have to really recognize them as miracles. I know you're doing a lot of food and you're doing a lot of things naturally, which is something we've been learning <laughs> a lot about. And it's been really an, an eye opener to see what we can do with the things that God created for us on this earth. Isn't that what you're finding with everything you're doing? Searching after God's gifts. God yes. has gifted us so much. And there are so many truths. It's, it's looking for and seeking out truth. There's so many ways to be healed. I would never, I would never tell someone how to treat their cancer that, you know, I would give them suggestions if they asked, and I would point them in directions if they wanted to know, but there's so many personal journeys, but there's so many ways to get to, to come unto Christ. 
and right. this journey that we're on of healing and and living our best life and finding joy in every step yeah it's to me it does not there is many ways to do it and that's that's what my calendar is about is overlaying all the different ways that people have found to heal and how they all line up and they're all together and they all work together. Yeah. I know you guys have, have talked to a lot of people that heal in many different ways. We have, we've been so blessed because it's all, it's looking, like you said, going on that journey, going on that search, you know, not any one thing will work. You've got to have a whole bunch of different things and, and be open to learning about different ways to do it. I mean, we, we've, we're just on another journey right now, you know, with our health, with getting back to what did God put on this earth? That's what we need to eat and put in our bodies because anything else is of man and not of God. And that's just something that we're learning. And it, it takes a while because we've been programmed <laughs> a certain way for our whole lives. But if we can just reprogram and really ask God to help us out with those things and knowing that that's a miracle, his food, his, what he's put on this earth for us, what, what I do in my clinic with the oxygen, oxygen, light, all these things that God gave us are absolute miracles and blessings for us if we will just put our foot forward and have that joy and be grateful for it and ask, ask. He'll teach us. So we've got just a, a couple seconds left. We want to thank you so much. If you'll just give your contact information again really quickly before we close, that would be great. Go to my website. It is still coming soon, joyful.energy. But then also you can contact me at thehasara, H-A-S-A-R-A, at gmail.com. And thank you. Awesome. What a pleasure to be here. It's been great having you. Thank you very much. John, it's been wonderful being next to you on the show, too, with us. And thank you, everybody. You guys have a beautiful, just remember, there's miracles in your life. Start looking for them. You'll find them. And have a beautiful, happy, healthy day. We love you all. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show.